In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio, live on Toginet.com. Co-hosted by Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women around the world. We'll cover everything military, from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder, to navigating government programs dealing with family issues, to the struggles of deployment, along with being a working mother, both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and here are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I am here today with my lovely co-host, Robin Boyd, who's filling in for Tina Gonzalez, and Tina is doing something pretty outstanding, Robin. Why don't you tell us about it? Well, hi, Sandra. She is just a remarkable lady, and I just wanted to send out a hey to her because we haven't seen her in a little while, and we miss her. Um, She's gone back to school to pick up some more classes, and she is working on... Now, is it is it to further another master's degree? Do you know, or is this is this actually a PhD that she's working on? See, now I know? thought it was her PhD because I, I know she got right. her master's degree already. I I knew that, and I wasn't sure if she was was focusing on a, a different uh, field or if, in fact, she's she's going through for her PhD. Isn't that amazing? Well, you know, I when you look at her and you go, gee, she's like, I don't know, 27, 28 years old. She's mm-hmm. got a teenage daughter. You know, she, she was one of our success, success stories for teen pregnancy. She's been married to her husband, Richard, who is the file, father of that child forever. Mm-hmm. They yep. make it work. And, um, you know, they are, the, in my mind, they are a true American success story. Absolutely. So I just want to send some kudos out to her. I know we all are thinking of you, Tina, and um, we are so proud of you for for doing the things that you do. I don't know how she fits it in a day. <laughs> I don't know, raising four kids or five kids. Yeah, yeah. One and of the them's little. That she does right. Runs a daycare out of her house. I mean, she is definitely an inspiration for all of us. And um, you know, I'm just I'm so proud to to be part of her life and to have her on the radio. Show when we can. It's a real gift when she is here, um, but we respect the fact that she is a mother of multiple kids, going to school, you know, running a business on her own, you know, exactly. and coming to join us as a co-host. I know. So we're just thinking of you, Tina, and uh, we, like I say, we're just so proud of you, Tina. And I wanted to talk about Sandra today because Sandra's special day is today. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to sing happy birthday to me? I think we should because you know what, Sandra, we always talk about everybody else in the world when when we're on the air, but we don't ever talk about Sandra. 
And we're awfully proud of Sandra, too, because you are an author, a coach, a speaker, a radio host of two radio programs on Tokenet, not just this one, but also Motherhood Talk Radio. You're an entrepreneur. You are a philanthropist. The the giving that you do for Toys for Tots and also World of Children, right, and Children... Children Uniting Nations, those organizations as well, is that true? Yeah, that's true. I mean, the the World of Children is really an interesting um, charity because it it funds, um, I'm on on the nominations committee for that charity, and it funds uh, charities primarily in third world countries that do outstanding things, whether it's to rescue kids from the sex trade, to um, retrain, you know, kids who were taken from different tribes in Africa and help retrain them. I mean, and sometimes they do these things through art and music and dance and, you know, things that are so far over my head. But it's really an organization I would encourage everybody to check it out. It's worldofchildren.org, and um, the people who sponsor it send, you know, millions of dollars overseas to these different programs to help children. Um, And they also do here in the United States, too, but Mm -hmm. we're a very wealthy company or a very wealthy country. Mm -hmm. And um, it's really, that to me is such a great honor. Well, for those things, we're so proud of you. You're the owner of Motherhood Incorporated, which employs 150 some odd of us, mostly virtual, and All I am virtual. one of them. Everybody's Amazing. virtual. Amazing. Um, you yourself have a BA in journalism and your master's in advertising. From oh, you just your homework. <laughs> well, I ought to. I've known you for long enough. <laughs> That's very funny. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is you me. You're are. Right. You're just an amazing lady, and and a mother of two on top of that. And so, talk about uh, when we're talking about Tina. I don't know how she finds time to do everything. You just amaze me, Sandra. And I just love you. And I want to say happy birthday. And because of your birthday, we are sparing no expense. We have hired <laughs> background singers. Carrie in the booth. I do you have your background singers ready? We are on the go here on Military Mom Talk Radio to say happy birthday. Go, Carrie. And one, and two, and one, two, three, four. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sandra. <laughs> Honoring me on my birthday. We love you. Congratulations. That was awesome. awesome. <laughs> okay, now what do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, let's see. What do we want to talk about today? We have a great guest today. We do. We. We have you know, a very think, interesting guest today. Isn't I'm it, so though? Excited. I mean, you know, it, it sounds so bad, but, you know, it's like each week, you know, we try to bring on different philanthropic organizations that serve the military family, and they're all outstanding. You know, some mm-hmm. of us make us cry. Some of us make us think. You know, some of us make us open our wallets. And, you know, and I have currently in my living room right now, I have like two boxes of leftover toys for Tots toys. I've got a box of scarves that I have to uh, store until next winter mm-hmm. uh, to send to the Operation Gratitude. Um, but, you know, every once in a while we get a show topic that comes up or a, a guest that we get to bring on that brings back 
brings out a topic that nobody talks about, right. a lot of people have heard about, mm-hmm. but I had no idea an organization such like this existed. Or a topic that people have heard about but not really known the whole story. And I think that's the bottom line for what our guest brings out is getting the bottom line in the whole story. Um, uh, I even had conversations with my husband when I was doing a little of the research on this and saying, whoa, wait, wait a minute, Do I, am I missing the picture here? Am I just not quite getting, getting the whole story? And he said, well, no, I'm sure you're not. So this is what I'm, I'm so thrilled to have somebody like Carrie on because um, she is, is helping us under, not only understand the whole picture, but understand that it's not just certain soldiers that are going through experiences, but that impacts their whole family. Uh, and I think that's where, where Carrie's organization comes in, and that's what's so important. Well, and I think, um, you know, to, to hark back to my earlier days, um, mm. you know, I was trained as an investigative journalist, and um, that was my experience early on. And I would go to these different events, and it was always amazing to me that, you know, what we see in the media and what we see happening, you know, there can be four people sitting there witnessing one event, and we have four completely different takes on what happened, um, you know, because we are, we all have our own biases, we all have our own, you know, recollections, our brains mm-hmm. fill in different pieces, um, you know, to, to know what the truth is and to know what really happened, you know, based on recollection is really, really difficult. And even the concept of truth, like, you know, what is truth and what happened, you know, in some arenas it's black and white. Well, in mm-hmm. some areas, especially in the areas of war, and I'm not to say that there is not crime that is committed, mm-hmm. but, you know, you're taking people and you're putting them sometimes in unnatural situations, unnatural circumstances. You're sleep-deprived, you're hungry, not to mm-hmm. excuse anybody, but... You know, there's a lot that goes on, and when we talk about, you know, people charged with crimes um, in wartime, it's always interesting to me, you know, that you're charged with a crime during combat, and yes, some of them are cut and dried, Mm -hmm. but a whole lot of them aren't. Mm. And I think one of the things that we will uh, be talking with Carrie about are these rules of engagement and um, who is actually enforcing them or who is actually determining whether or not these rules have been exceeded or these rules are not being followed. So very, very controversial. It's very controversial, and it's, you know, it's very difficult because you are, you know, fighting sometimes in a situation that, you know, there are... I don't know what I would do. You know, I can't sit here and say there's a right or wrong, and I'm so glad mm-hmm. I'm, hopefully I will never be in a position to sit on a jury where I have to mm-hmm. decide um, because I don't know, you know, I'd probably have to excuse myself or I'd probably start crying knowing me. Um, <laughs> just Man, me too, and, yeah. Um, you know, it's very hard because I look at, you know, we've had, you know, shows about, you know, different military situations, and I look at, you know, the things that my um, friends go through, and I don't know sometimes what the right thing would be to do and then to be charged with a crime during combat, um, you know, and it affects the whole family. Right, right. It does. Uh, And not just emotionally. Uh, We're talking financially. We're talking um, the stress that that they're under is is extreme. So, um, 
yeah, this is this is where Carrie Johnson's organization, A Dollar to Care, um, is is definitely making a difference so, for so many of these families. It is, and I'm so proud of her for raising awareness to this situation and to making a difference and to making this, you know, her life cause because, you know, like all the women that come on our show that are powerful mm. wives and mothers that make a difference, you know, we're so honored to have her here today. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to meeting her. Me too. Me yeah. too. Well, <laughs> my name is Sandra Beck, and I am the host of Military Mom Talk Radio. For those who have just tuned in, I'm the birthday with- host. Yes, I'm the birthday host. I'm here with Robin Boyd, who's filling in for Tina Gonzalez. Our guest coming up in the next segment is Carrie Johnson. She's the founder of A Dollar to Care, and she's going to talk about this nonprofit organization that works to assist families of soldiers who have been or in the process of being charged with crimes during combat. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Mom with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Adoption, Journey to Motherhood with Mary Beth Wells. Monday mornings at 9, 8 a.m. Central. This is not your typical show about adopting children. This is a shared experience from Mary Beth's heart. Mary Beth will be talking about and covering all the issues pertaining to adoption, including adopted parents, birth parents, adoptees, foster care, and infertility. So... How did your journey to motherhood begin? Or are you still on the path? We want to hear all voices sharing their stories and talking about those issues that are so dear to our hearts. You see, Mary Beth is a birth mom that relinquished a child for adoption and ended up coming full circle by adopting two beautiful little girls from Guatemala. And that led to her starting a doll company about adopting baby dolls from all around the world so that children could choose their own doll and learn about that doll's heritage. For more on Mary Beth and her dolls, go to PreciousBabyDolls.com. Then join us for Adoption, Journey to Motherhood. With Mary Beth Wells, Monday mornings at 9, 8 a.m. Central. Remember, the heart knows no boundaries. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com, covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. 
Welcome back, Military Moms. This is Robin Boyd, and I'm filling in for Tina Gonzalez today, and I'm here with Sandra Beck, birthday girl. <laughs> we are um, wishing Sandra a happy birthday today. And we're looking forward to talking with Carrie Johnson. Um, she is founder of A Dollar to Care, a nonprofit organization that is here to help military families who have soldiers who are currently or have been incarcerated. Um, do we have Carrie on the line? Hello, I'm here. There you are. Hi, Carrie. Hi. It's nice to meet you. You too. Thank you very much. Hey, Carrie. Welcome to Military Mom. Hi. Thank you. So, Robin, you want to shoot her with the first question or should well, I? okay. Uh, <laughs> first of all, I know here we both are excited to, to, to meet you. We do have a lot. And first of all, I guess we want to know a little bit more about you, Carrie. Um, you are from Ohio. Yes. I am currently residing here in Ohio, yes. I'm I actually... See. And um, is your son in the Navy? It's your son who's in the Navy, correct? 19-year-old National Guard Army. Ah, He's Army. I see. I see. And is he is he deployed right now? No, he's currently home. Oh, good. That's nice to note that he's at home, huh? Yes. Well, what brought you to discovering um, the the stories that we're about to hear about? Um, how did you begin uh, A Dollar to Care? What was your inception? Actually, the first thing that I started was the um, when I my son joined when he was seventeen, mm-hmm. and being the mama bear that I still was, I wanted to know more about the military, what was going to happen, what was going to be the next step. Um, if he were to be deployed, how would I go about coping? Um, basically, when he went, when he left at 17 for BCT, he went to Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri, and I didn't really have a support system. So I wanted to make sure, first of all, that nobody else had to go through that, which is when I started the, um, I actually got onto Facebook and started networking and finding other military moms and wives and spouses, you know, uh, even obviously husbands of their wives that are deployed. Sure. And, Wanted to just be a little bit more nosy, I guess. I, I my dad was in the military. Um, my grandfather retired um, as a senior master sergeant in the Air Force, but I, it didn't really impact my. I was little. I was very small, so it yeah. really didn't directly impact me. And with having your own child going through this, uh, I I guess it was kind of intimidating just to know. Yeah, certainly. Somebody else is going to have complete and utter control over your child. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to know as much as I could. And after he graduated, uh, he graduated basic, came back, graduated high school, and then left again for AIT, uh, I became a little bit more intrigued as to what the different facets are as far as the job. He's an MP. So I did a little bit of research re- regarding the military police, what their job description was, what the chances of him being deployed are. Um, just kind of being nosy about things. And right, right. Or being a mom. <laughs> I would want to well, know. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's I, that's what I tend to tell. I have three boys. My youngest is five and my, my middle one is, is 13. And then I have the 19-year-old. So I always tell them it's my right to be nosy. That's right. <laughs> no, it's your job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The minute you sprung from my loins, I get to be in charge. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> and you lose that. I mean, you really lose that. It feels like you lose that, you know, when they join the military. You just kind of lose that. It's, you're still mom, 
and they're still your babies, even though they they could be thirty or forty years old. But they're still, you know, they're they're grown and they're being taught things that we can't teach them as civilians. We're just we're we're the moms. Right. You didn't so, teach your son to shoot. So I was the type of mother that would buy him a Power Ranger and take the plastic guns and swords away from him but give him the action figure. (laughs) So, yeah, no, that wasn't me. Um, And one day I was simply running across different articles. I was on Google and something had caught my eye on on Facebook and I had ran across uh, Master Sergeant John Hatley's case. And in that article... Um, it led the the one particular article that I had pulled up dealt with Joseph Mayo and um, Corey Claggett and Evan Vela, and I had seen this tag on the bottom of this article that said the Leavenworth Ten. Well, I didn't know what Leavenworth was. I hadn't connected. The movies, you see it in Hollywood, A Few Good Men brings up Leavenworth and, and mm-hmm. the Code Red and everything in the movies, but you don't connect that unless it's actually hitting you in real life. So I copied and, and I copied all these soldiers' names down, and it was talking about the conviction of Master Sergeant John Hatley with his uh, flawless, impeccable military service record. I mean, he had award upon award, recognition upon recognition, and I thought, where is this, what is Leavenworth? So I pulled that up, and, and lo and behold, I found out that it was a military disciplinary barrack. And I was thinking, wow, you know, what did this guy do? So again, I, I did a little bit more research, come to find out that there was um, a few of them convicted uh, with all flawless military history records. None of them had been in trouble. Um, John is, in fact, just turned 42 behind bars um, and had been in the service the majority of his grown, uh, his adult life. And so I then turned to Facebook and saw the different support groups that were around, but they were spread all over the place. You had Mm. to literally know John Hatley's name in order to go and join his support group. You had to literally know Joseph Mayo's name, or Corey Claggett's name, to find these support groups. So I thought, wow, I might as well bring them all together so that people are understanding that this seemingly is is happening more and more. I want to bring one group together, which is where Release Our War Heroes from Incarceration, the Facebook group, was formed. Hmm. And in doing so, um, I got to bring in their photos, their family photos, the links to their own personal websites, their links to their own support groups. But it was a central location to find anybody that was in this predicament. In the meantime, after I started the group, I started contacting the family members and I started contacting their legal counsel. So I contacted the attorneys and, and wanted to establish a rapport with them um, to perhaps see what I could do to help get the word out, uh, writing your elected officials, your congressmen. Um, it was more of a passion of getting correct and accurate information out there to the public. They're not hardened criminals. These are our soldiers. These are guys that had fought for our country for years impeccably. 
this was something that isn't, you know, you're not dealing with the guy down the street that's got a rap sheet longer than, you know, our arms put mm. together. This, this, this was somebody that was a true American hero. Mm. And throughout getting to know the attorneys, throughout getting to know the families, the wives, the young wives, the striker cases came up. And the striker cases, these guys are all in pretrial confinement at the moment. They're being held in Washington at Fort Lewis, uh, Joint Base Lewis-McChord. And I've been with these families since day one, basically. They've all been charged together uh, since June of last year. And obviously the rapport has been established throughout that time um, since they really honestly started, you know, first started going through it all. And a dollar to care came about when I realized that the families were given the basically the remnants of their soldiers' check mm-hmm. to live on. They lost their their housing al- allowance. They so, wait a lost so while their they're family. under investigation, they lose their allowance. Yes, mm-hmm. and they are also while in pretrial confinement. And a lot of people don't know, but they're. They are responsible for their basic hygiene, um, soap, shampoo, razors, letters, stamps. Um, they, they're they responsible fees. for everything. Every, yeah. So, yeah. Wait, so let me get this straight, Carrie, so we understand correctly. You're in pretrial confinement. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not given the housing allowance that you have been accustomed to and that your family is relying on because of your service. You're responsible for your own, like, eight grooming aids, all, things like that while you're there. So you're literally, you're unable to work. You're unable to make a living. Your money's been cut. You have to pay for your own things. So who pays for all this stuff? That comes out of their check and their regular pay, and then whatever's left goes to the, the wives, like the young wives, like right now. A perfect example, we've got one that has two small children, Um uh, a $500 allotment comes out for their civilian attorney every paycheck that the soldier receives. In the meantime, when he needs to get his hair cut, when he needs soap, when he needs a razor, because they hold you at military standard. Your, your face has to be clean-shaven. Your hair's got to remain Army regulation. All of that stuff also comes out of his check. Um, that's that's when it comes to the, the actual spouses. The parents are finding themselves with the younger soldiers, and I believe the youngest that we have incarcerated right now is 20. Mm. Um, the We've had a mom fired from her job because of the publicity. The mm-hmm. publicity has a negative impact, uh, which probably is, I would assume, a lawsuit waiting to happen given the fact that, you know, you, you really can't fire somebody due to that, but that's, you know, that, that's not my forte. Uh, that's, you know, obviously not what my purpose is. Mm-hmm. But we've got families that are um, putting a second mortgage out on their home to just finance legal fees for their son. Um, that's We've got a mom 
that didn't see her son for three and a half years because. Okay, Sherry, I hate because, to cut you off. We have to go to commercial get, uh, to commercial break. My okay. name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host here with Robin Boyd of Military Mom Talk Radio. We're talking today with Carrie Johnson, the founder of A Dollar to Care. Please check out our show on iTunes. You can download it directly from toginet.com. You can also go to Military Mom Talk Radio and listen to past episodes. We would like you guys to come after the break because Carrie's got a lot more helpful information and we want to find out how we can find participate in the dollar to care. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning. That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward. With tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned, these pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central, on toginet.com. Renowned and gifted psychic medium, Sylvia Rossi, explores the mysteries of this life, the afterlife, and the unseen world that surrounds us all in the show called Make Contact with Sylvia Rossi, Wednesdays at 2, 1 p.m. Central here on Toginet. Sylvia Rossi with her special guests and other fellow psychics invite you to call in and make contact with the world beyond and get answers to your questions. Psychic medium Sylvia Rossi has been sharing her gift professionally for the last 17 years. Sylvia has made it her mission to help individuals and families understand their eternal connection to loved ones that have passed on, bringing relief and comfort to countless souls who have been touched by her gift. She's had the privilege of meeting and working with many psychologists who continue to recommend their clients to her when conventional methods have failed. Now it's your turn to make contact with host and psychic medium Sylvia Rossi. Wednesdays at 2, 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help the sound, put your name at the top of his list. And the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front. With help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Courtesy. 
Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I am here with Robin Boyd, and we have a very, very interesting topic today, Robin. I mean, this organization, A Dollar to Care, um, you know, it assists families of soldiers who have been charged or in the process of being charged with crimes during combat. And I think, you know, one of the things that we both want to say is that, you know, we're not here to determine the right or wrong of something. We're here to support our military families. And, Robin, I think you've got something from A Dollar to CARE's website that explains it a lot better than I could. Well, I think that was uh, absolutely right, Sandra. Um, I know Carrie's website uh, or on her Facebook page um, saying that they're not um, necessarily, they're, they're not condoning criminal behavior. Uh, is that correct, Carrie, that you are um, there for the families, for the soldiers who are going through this, this process, correct? Correct. I'm not, um, we're not judge and jury. Uh, there's right. going to be mistakes made. There's going to be, there, unfortunately, there's a, a select group of soldiers that are currently at uh, Leavenworth that, you know, unfortunately probably belong there. Right. Um, right. You know, I'd, I feel for the families. I feel for the soldiers, um, you know, but we don't, Our our purpose is, to care for the families and especially the young children that have been, they've obviously been impacted. Their lifestyle has been impacted. Absolutely. I've been on the, I've been on the phone. I can't, I can't tell you how many times uh, after a visitation has ended and to hear, uh, you know, the two and three year olds screaming and crying, wondering where their daddy is and when their daddy's sure. going to come home from work. That. That's something in itself that uh, you know. I, I, what do you what What do you say? They don't understand. Half the times, the sure. soldiers themselves that are incarcerated don't understand. Um, but and I think I think it's also any situation like this, civilian would be difficult on a family. But on top of that, adding the um, the, the complications that just any military life adds to a family just has to exacerbate it just that much more. Um, before we go further, I wanted to repeat your website, Carrie. It is www.idollar2care.org. And your Facebook page is really where a lot of discussions take place on the discussion tab. And the Facebook page, if you search it, will be released our war heroes from incarceration. And once you type in release our, <laughs> I'm sure it's going to <laughs> pop up because that's about as far as I got was release our, and there it was. It just popped right up. And you have almost 4,000 uh, people who have um, signed up to like your Facebook page, and it seems like there's an awful lot of discussion on there too. There is. It's been, um, it hasn't been easy. This isn't uh, this isn't a popular cause. This is, mm -hmm. as you said in the opening in the opening bit, that it's something that uh, is extremely controversial. You have people that are passionate about mm -hmm. uh, following the rules of engagement, um, mm -hmm. the UCMJ. You've got other people on the other side that are extremely passionate about. You know, you don't know what it's like out there, and there's controversy over the entire subject. Mm -hmm. And I, I I try my best to stay away. I have my personal opinions about each and every one of the individual cases. Mm -hmm. However, really honestly, it's completely irrelevant. You know, when we've got 
when we've got one-year-old children um, suffering mm-hmm. or, you know, we've got the toddlers that are, you know, moms having to pay for the attorney fees. She's got to pay, you know, utilities. She's got to pay her light bill. She's, something happened with the car. The car's got to be fixed. And so the kids are li- living on Chef Boyardee and Top Ramen for two mm-hmm. weeks at a time. That's the stuff that I felt I really needed to step up and say, you know, we need to put our personal feelings aside and whatever the soldier did, be it guilty or not. Mm-hmm. And again, going back, we're we're not going to condone criminal behavior, whether you wore the uniform or not. Right. Um, right. You, we don't condone criminal behavior, and it doesn't excuse you from criminal behavior because you wear the uniform. Right, right. I have a twofold question, Carrie. One, um, you in the other segment you mentioned how you were contacting some of these attorneys in regard to this, and I'm curious how your inquiries were received by those attorneys so many times. That's a private issue, and here this strange lady is calling for for information but twofold um speaking of the attorneys i read that a lot of these uh soldiers are being represented by civilian attorneys not military jags are uh representation and would you talk a little bit about that the reception that i've had uh, has came probably within the last, I don't know, three or four months, has been extremely positive. Wow. I have been very well versed with, I, of course, I may add, that I will be graduating soon and I will be a paralegal. So the legal aspect of it is obviously personally intriguing simply because of the fact that I am studying the differences now, personally, on a personal level, mm-hmm. of military law versus civilian law and how that stuff goes. So my passion is obviously the legal aspect of it. I will sit here and read the records of trials of these guys and do my research. I, I mean, I dig as far as I can. I've, I've spoken with Time Magazine um, and a an author there that did a book on one of the cases called Black Hearts. His name was Jim Frederick. Mm-hmm. And I will literally take a case and study it as much as I possibly can in order to be able to answer questions on a particular case. Mm-hmm. However, the like I said, again, going back, the nonprofit is completely separate simply because we just on – for a dollar to care.org, all we concentrate on is taking care of the families. Release Our War Heroes deals with the cold, hard facts of this is what's gone on, you guys decide. You know, this is an article that was published, you guys decide. The media can be your friend or it can be your enemy. Sure. Sure. Well, in the media, someone who was, you know, trained in the media and worked in the media, um, you know, in a lot of respects, you know, you do the best you can with what you're given, but a lot of the media isn't versed in military law versus civilian law. They're not versed in the rules of engagement. They're there to look, a, look you know, they're there to make a story that's going to appear on page one or going to get, you know, syndicated around the Internet, not to say that's right or wrong, but at the end of the day, when we keep our focus on, you know, the game, which is 
how do we care for our military children um, in these scenarios? Because, Robin, as you said earlier, our military families are different from our civilian families. They are, you know, moved around the nation, so in some respects it's very hard for them to put support systems in place. They might be, you know, hundreds or thousands of miles away from family members that could assist them in this time of need. And we're really talking in today's show, the focus is about the military family and what happens to these kids, who cares for these children, and that helps the spouses that are also in service to our country, you know, while their their spouse is under investigation. Yeah, it's, it, it impacts the entire family, and the majority of the wives are young wives. Right. The average. And, and when they're young, they're probably, you're probably talking, what, 20 to 25 maybe? Um, yeah, I think the oldest, again, we have is 20... I think she's 27, the oldest one that we have right now. And, like, she has three young children, and the toll it takes, the lack of sleep she's getting, the lack of sleep that the children are getting, uh, the behavioral issues that pop up. Um, the well, and Carrie, I know you're not an attorney, and I know you, you know, you're versed in these things. You know, I'm asking for your opinion only um, in this case. But what happens to a family when one of these soldiers or you know marine is released, and they're found that there's nothing, you know, that you know they're cleared or whatever of any charges? This family, you know, maybe they haven't seen their dad for three years. They've lived on a shoestring. You know, what happens when that's all? You know, if there was a mistake or if the investigation proves that there wasn't a reason? Uh, nothing. The soldier will still be dishonorably discharged, and therefore another group of issues arise simply because of the fact that they don't have the VA system to back them up. They've still done time. Um, they are. We haven't had anybody that has been discharged and, and completely cleared of everything in my group that, um, there, in other words, we get a, a young man that is falsely accused in the civilian world and spends 10 years in prison, comes back, sues the state, sues the county, sues whoever incarcerated him, and gets $3.5 you know, million dollars for his 10 years. That won't happen in the military. What's done is done. It's kind of a big oops, and sorry, let's move on. Let's, let's go on. But right. families all you've got compensated. It. You've got families, you've got children, you know, who you know, you and you've got a whole infrastructure that's really been broken in half. The family infrastructure has been broken during the investigation time and has been, you know, they've been financially strapped. Uh, you know, it's 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 amazing that in that case, um that that it's just sorry, you know, or uh, well, one of the main one of the main things that I I really want to get out to your listeners, especially when it comes to the children, is that quite a few of these children are school age, and if they they have they carry their father's last name, so we've got children actually being harassed in the schools because of the press and the affiliation of the last name. So the children are also paying the price in their own time away, being in school. That's so true. 
challenging to, it's a, it's a burden to think of. You just feel the, feel the heart. Carrie, we're going to need to take a break shortly. Um, uh, we, on the last section of the show, we want to talk a little bit more about what is it that we can do, what can we do um, to be proactive and how we can lend some support um, and talk a little bit about who we can write letters to. And I know that you've got some events coming up. So. Okay. Um, we'll talk a little bit about those, and uh, Sandra Beck and I, Robin Boyd, will be back to talk with Carrie Johnson uh, for uh, adollartocare.org right after the break. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning. That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Go big Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Get ready for the not-so-soccer mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The not-so-soccer mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. Everybody in the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website, and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I am here with my co-host, du jour, Robin Boyd. And Robin, this is some topic, huh? It sure is some topic. So um, 
important that we know uh, we know more about this, uh, and I don't think we're even touching on it in this hour that we're here. No, no, we've only scratched the surface. And for those of you that have missed uh, the opening segments of uh, this show, we are welcoming Carrie Johnson. She's the founder of A Dollar to Care, and that's a newly formed non that's working to assist families of soldiers who have been in or are in the process of being charged with crimes during combat. And our mission today is to um, discuss the right or wrong of any of these cases, simply to bring to light that the families, our military families in these cases, are suffering and they do need our help and they do need our awareness. And um, we have Carrie Johnson here today to talk to us about some of the ways that we can help. And before we bring Carrie back on, I would like to encourage you guys, if you missed the opening segments of today's show, check us out on iTunes. You can download us from toginet, T-O-G-I-N-E-T dot com. I know some of you listen to us overseas from different uh, places, but you can pick up the podcast there. You can also pick them up on militarymomtalkradio.com. And I'm going to throw this over, Robin, if it's okay with you to carry to talk about some of the events that she has coming up with her organization to not only create awareness or what can, what can people do. I think at this point, the the major um, nationwide event that we have going on is April 30th, and that will be a benefit concert to help support the families um, and bring... Now, is this the Armed Forces Family Aid Concert? Correct. That will be in okay. uh, it's Miamisburg, Moraine, Ohio. Uh, they are... We're actually putting together a group of veterans that actually have either record deals, they're all soldiers, they're all uh, either soldiers or veterans that will be performing. Um, I'm also a member of the Ohio Patriot Guards and obviously a Blue Star mom, so we're going to rally around these these soldiers' families. Uh, we have Melanie, who is Corey Claggett's mother. Corey has been incarcerated, I believe, a little over five years um, and she will be coming along with Corey's attorney, Tim Parlatore, and we have a few of the other uh, moms that we're hoping to bring out, including some of the young wives, obviously depending on, on child care issues, that will be coming out and speaking. We had a rally, actually Vicki and Scott Bahena, who are the parents of Michael Bahena. Uh, first lieutenant that has been incarcerated at Leavenworth, uh, had a freedom rally back in September of last year, and Alan West, uh, lieutenant colonel retired, lieutenant colonel Alan West showed up for that, and we're hoping to bring him back in, who he has just been elected to Congress out in Florida, and he's a big rules of engagement uh, amending supporter. He is He himself was a victim of an Article 32 uh, thankfully enough, he wasn't incarcerated, but he did find himself in the similar predicament, and he has unwavering support for these men. And so it's going to be an awareness concert. We want to talk about uh, the incarcerated soldiers. We want the families to come out and be made more aware of their individual stories. I personally, and I know some of the soldiers and their families, we don't want the cliche of the Leavenworth 10. First of all, there's not a Leavenworth 10 anymore. There's eight. 
and that leaves out our striker families, and they don't want to be known as the striker five or the striker ten. We want to bring home the idea of each and every individual soldier has their own story, but they also have their own family. Some of them aren't married. Some of the parents, like I said, you know, like Corey Claggett, for example, they have other children that they're trying to support and they're trying to maintain. Mom has fallen extremely ill. So uh, on top of medications and trying to be able to get out to go and see Corey, she can't afford it. She didn't see her son for three and a half years because they couldn't afford a flight. They couldn't afford hotels. They couldn't afford to go and see their own son, so they didn't get to see him for three and a half years. That's where a dollar to care comes in so that we can pull it together to say, look, you know, let's kick in and let's get this family, the mom and and, and dad, a round-trip ticket to just go and see their son. I mean, it's, you know, it's a simple thing for perhaps you and I to grasp and say, wow, we're just going to hop on the next flight. We can book it a month in advance and go out and see them. But they're so overwhelmed financially. And then with the mental and the emotional stress, a lot of them are falling ill, so they can no longer work. They can't normally be, they can't function. Then on top of that, you've got the media, you know, that's, that's printing stories, that's villainizing our, our men. It's, and you were quite successful over the holiday season. I read, too, that you were able to provide uh, for their uh, gift certificates for Thanksgiving, and you provided gifts for children. Um, so you've already impacted these families in such a positive way. We actually sent the 14 families that we support, we sent them all a $15 certificate for turkeys. And during Christmas, we were able to provide for all of the children that are our our soldiers' children. We were able to, the average was five to six gifts per child. And the moms and the wives all got um, a a small gift, be it a piece of jewelry, you know, a, a CD. We all, we sent them all, yeah, all gifts just because there was a lot of them that weren't going to have a holiday. They weren't going to have a holiday season. The children weren't going to be able to open gifts on Christmas morning. And, um, you know, their money is going to legal defense funds. So we really wanted to step up and make sure that these kids had something to look forward to during the holidays. Well, and something to remember. I I can tell you from my work with Toys for Tots, um, you know, the the food and the, um, you know, I've been involved with the Marine Corps and with Toys for Tots for more years than some of our listeners have been alive. But the long and short of it is that you do make a difference. You do make a, a difference impacting a child's life when it's something like a Christmas and, you know, having a Christmas versus not having Christmas, especially when there's so many things in that child's life that is going sideways and they can't control and they don't know where their dad is. They don't know why their mom is crying. They don't know why all this is happening. All they know is that they didn't get anything for Christmas or they didn't, you know, whatever it is, that's what they remember. They don't remember all the big stuff and they're too little to put these pieces together. They are. And they, they, they really honestly don't understand. A lot of the young moms are, are saying daddy's still at work. Well, sure. Daddy's still at work, so we may not be able to have uh, the Christmas together. But then mom's struggling going, well, we may not have the Christmas together, but where's Santa? You know, where's the gifts going to be? They're so small. 
And that's where we felt we had to step in and to say, hey, look. And our supporters are amazing. I cannot, I, I, I cannot reiterate more about our, our supporters. They are passionate. We don't have a Facebook group that's got 20 or 30,000 people. But we've got a, a, a group of supporters that are extremely passionate, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter to them. All that matters is that these wives are going without. All that matters is that these children are going to end up being, you know, eating Top Ramen and Chef Boyardee because that's all mom can afford after paying the legal fees and everything else. We've had three cars. Since I've been involved, we've had three cars repossessed. Yeah, I've got yeah. mothers right now, and, and I've got a mother and two wives right now that have no transportation. They have no car. Mm. Carrie, we have so many people, I'm sure, that are going to want to uh, find out how they can do more. Uh, first of all, www.adollartocare.org. They can go there and donate, correct? Yes. We also have the P.O. Box listed, and if anybody uh, wants to contact me, my email address is the cjohnson at adollartocare.org or buckeyearmymom at AOL.com, and I will absolutely take the time to answer any questions. Uh, if they want to find out more about the cases, I can do that. If they want to find out more about the organization, we also have a toll-free number, which is 888-382-7679, and that's also a way to communicate. I will reach out, and I, I will take the time to speak to anybody and everybody that wants, wants a minute of my time to be able to understand a little bit more. Well, and I think, you know, the end result, you know, and the reason that we have organizations, you know, like yours on our show is to create awareness and to uh, make a difference with our military families. And that means supporting our military families under any set of conditions. These are the families that have made it possible for our men and women to go over to fight. They're raising children just like anybody else's civilian, military-alike. They do face some unique challenges, but at the end end of the day, you know, what's most important is that the children get taken care of. And when you talk about a dollar to care, I think that's such a profound name for an organization because you're asking for a dollar. You're not asking, you know, of course we would love larger donations, you know, but but what is it for somebody to give up a Starbucks coffee or something that could make a profound difference in the life of our child and in the life of our military families? Don't you agree, Robin? Absolutely. And uh, in the last minute before we close, I want to make sure people go to the Facebook page, release our war heroes from incarceration. Click on that discussions tab. There's addresses. There's uh, information there that you don't want to miss. I want to thank you guys for the opportunity because it, it is, like I said, it is a controversial topic and it's extremely difficult. It's, it's one that's extremely touchy and it's extremely difficult to get mothers and wives involved. Contrary to popular belief, they're the ones that um, are, you know, the, the, we're so emotional as women and we don't think that this could happen to us. Absolutely. I've got to wrap up the show, Carrie. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you. We've, we've got a dollar to care. Check us out next week, you guys, on Military Mom Talk Radio. We will talk to you next week. <laughs>